Alrighty, I think we're uh we're live for the very live first podcast. Yeah. Um, nice. Here we go. And just to paint a picture for for everybody, I'm I'm sitting in my messy house with a um, laundry bin full of clean clothes in my underwear after a 12 hour work day. Um. So yeah, that's that's where we're coming from. Nice. At least yours are clean. Mine are sitting next to me, dirty. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to uh, find time to do shit, like put that stuff away or clean it or whatever when you're pulling long-ass days and you don't want to do anything. Yeah, it's just home. the chores, you know? Like The last thing you want to do when you get off work is like, hey, let me go, uh, you know, grocery shopping or like fold some laundry or anything like that. Like after a day of work, you kind of just want to do what you want to do. So that's, I find that chores are almost harder to do than work. Yeah, exactly. And I, what I want to do is sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing after work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe drink a beer. Yeah, um, right. Well, um, so just as a, a small background, um, this is the Mind, Body, Soul podcast. Um, I uh, also have a YouTube page, so check that out, Mind, Body, and Soul. Um, we are starting this because... Um, me and my cousin are both people in the corporate world. We're young, um, professionals and we're trying to figure out how to stay happy when you're working this corporate life, you know? Um, and we constantly talk about it. So we figured we'd record these conversations and we'd put it out to the world because a lot of people are struggling with the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, we have these conversations every day, so we might as well just start recording them, you know, see how they sound. Yep. Um, so you had an idea of what you kind of wanted to talk about today, right? What were you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I had a few topics I feel like we should address. First being sleep. I feel like people do not realize how important sleep is. Yeah. Um, it's. I can tell from day to day if I get, you know, eight hours of quality sleep versus um, eight hours of terrible tossing and turning sleep i can tell the difference in my performance and just my overall mindset oh yeah like it's like i actually feel so lethargic the reason i bring this up is because last night i slept terrible and i mean as you know like i'm a terrible sleeper overall but last night it was just worse and like today i just i'm looking at the computer and like i can't even think about you know like anything like it's just like my mind almost seems like so fogged that i can't think clearly and it's just like it really makes it tough on days you don't sleep good. I've been trying to like work on a way to get better sleep, but it's honestly just like so difficult. Yeah. And in this world that we live in, uh, it feels like it's go, go, go. You're constantly turned on. Like you're staring at computer screens, you're staring at phone mm-hmm. screens. And by the end of the day, my brain feels so fried. My eyes feel so fried. But when I lie down in bed, uh, especially when I'm not able to get a workout in, I, oh man, I just feel restless and I feel uncomfortable. Funny you say your eyes feel fried. One of my uh, best friends from school, Dylan Finn, his dad uh, is Dylan. like, they, he owns like a, he owns, <laughs> he owns like a tax, like accounting firm. I think it is. I, I might be wrong there, but they own some sort of accounting firm, a small one. And his dad like literally has cataracts in his eyes at the age of like 15, like 45. From staring at a computer screen? Exactly. I mean, Jeez. look at me right now. I'm sitting in front of these double monitors that I sat in front of all day. Like, you know, like we're still in front of screens. I feel like we, our generation has yet to grow old. So we don't know the, you know, damage that like the, the yeah. screen exposure is going to have in our eyes. That's frightening. I, I think about that all the time, actually, about how, you know, um, 
So I work in public affairs in Boston, and uh, I do get out of the office to do you know on-site work sometimes, but most of the time I'm in front of the computer, and I think all the time about how um, you know I might be making a decent paycheck, but I'm also doing irreparable damage to my body, uh, whether it's by sitting and ruining my posture, or whether it's by you know getting cataracts in your eyes from staring at screens or. Um, whatever it might be, I mean, you're, we're doing irreparable damage to sacrifice for 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 a company, you know, make to make money for ourselves and for them. It's crazy. You um, you have blue light glasses. I I don't. I need to get a pair. I have them, but I don't wear them because I don't know. I just feel like it makes the screen appear weird. Maybe it's because it's healthier for my eyes. Yeah, it's right. actually blocking out the blue light. Yeah, that's probably what it is. But I just, I don't know. I just do not wear them. Have you but ever I worn them that, for like a long period of time, like a couple days or anything like that? No, I no. I ordered them because on like my first couple days of my job, which um when I started back in like June, I um like one of the kids uh, that I was working with had like a really cool pair of glasses. I was like, oh, those are cool. Like, do you wear contacts? He was like, oh, these are blue light. And I was like, okay, well, those look cool. And yeah. I could probably save my eyes. I was like, let me get a pair. And, I, you know, yeah. I wore them a few times. But I definitely should wear them more than I do. I feel like that might honestly rope back into helping me sleep, too, if I was to wear them more. Yeah. I always wonder, like, how well do they work? Like, do you notice a difference at the end of the day wearing those? Or is it oh, yeah, a giant you hoax, know. you know? No, it definitely is. I know because um, – like when I worked like last summer um, in Johnson, a girl that like used to work at a company near me, like I used to uh, talk to her at lunch all the time. And she said that she used to get like migraines from like working all day. And then she started like wearing a pair of blue light glasses and like she doesn't get headaches at all anymore. So she just That's wears crazy. them like 24-7, like start to finish. And she doesn't even like need prescription. Yeah. Um, this is crazy. I, that's uh, that's another crazy thing. Like when I first started working, I remember the the. This is kind of going back to what you're saying, like about it being um, about like your eyes being used to not normal lighting. Um, like when I first got there, there's those crappy fluorescent lights that are overhead in my office, and mm-hmm. my eyes would just kill me all day. I felt like I couldn't focus at all. I would just be fried. Yeah. I felt like I had to turn the lights off. But now it's you know. Uh, eight months at this place, and the fluorescent lights just shining in my eyeballs. I'm, and you know, I'm mine. used to it. <laughs> used to it. <laughs> Do you know? What, you know what's crazy about that too, is you have to think that unless I mean, I guess your mind could just be changing, but you have to think that your eyes are adapting to the light, mm-hmm. which means the more they adapt to that light, the less there or i guess they're adapting away from like real like some natural light right like that has has to be the way it works i would assume definitely i feel like it can't be good (laughs) it can't be good to be like adapting to something that was once hurting your eyes and now it's fine like i don't even think twice about it another thing you brought up too is like posture i think i've been that's something i've been focusing on lately i tend to sit like with my leg up and crossed over my knee. You know what I mean? How some people yeah, sit yeah. with their leg up. Yep. I do that and I'll do it for four hours at a time. And then like my left ass cheek, like my glute will actually be like overwhelmingly sore. Yeah, like, that sounds like terrible. I just did like, it's so bad. And it's weird because I can't stop. Like I know consciously that it hurts, but I just, I do it regardless. Like that's just yeah. how I sit at my desk. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to wind it back on that really quick, too, because when I when I say, uh, you know, we're doing irreparable damage, I'm not being a pussy. But the fact is that it does fuck your posture up. And if I'm do if we're doing eight hours plus of sitting um, and you say you're in that position for four hours, how many hours of working out or rolling out or stretching is it going to take to re- reverse that bad posture, you know? Is there oh, enough? Yeah. I don't think there's enough time in the day to, to, to do it. No, I feel like there's not. What what I heard is there's like these chiropractors I watch on YouTube that said, you know, even like you should never sit down at your desk for more than 15 minutes like in a row. They said every 15 minutes you should be getting up and like doing some sort of movement or like stretching. But like yeah. who does that? That's hard. Realistically. I can't get into workflow by getting up every 15 minutes like sometimes i i get in like my state of mind and i'm just there for a few hours you know like conscious flow where you're just moving yeah yeah i don't even think about anything else like i'll just blink and i'll look at the time and it's been three four hours and it's like almost time for lunch but that's just how i work <laughs> i just i can't get I, I can't do the whole i'm up i'm down i'm up i'm down i can't i won't be able to focus on what yeah. i'm doing i agree so. do people in um your office anyone use like standing desks no, my office is a little bit, um, how should I put this? Like it's old school. So you're not going to get much, like I'm not in like the a cool tech industry where people have, you know, standing desks and like treadmills at their desk. Like Google offices. Yeah, exactly. But I would mm-hmm. like to have that. Like I've seen, I actually was just talking to somebody at work the other day about, um, they have the, like I was just saying standing desk, but also a, like a mini treadmill that you'll put in front of the desk and the treadmill allows you to just like, tr- walk while you work. Wow. Now so, that is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. And another thing too is, um, Ben Greenfield has a, a phenomenal <clears throat> podcast on anything and everything that's health, um, and beyond. And, uh, one of the things that he was saying in, in one of his podcasts talking about, you know, working and not and not sitting down too much and getting stagnant, you know, um, they I think someone says like sitting is the is the new is the new tobacco or, so, or the new cigarette or something. It's like terrible for you. He says you shouldn't be sitting all day. You shouldn't be standing all day. So you should be switching it up. Right. Like doing some portion of your work sitting, doing some portion of your work standing, maybe if you could afford it and you're and you have the ability to walk while you work if you could do that too you want to switch it up so you're not con- you're not sitting in the same position all day yeah no that makes sense like that's why i think that's why my hips bothering me it's not because the position's so bad but it's just i'm spending like four hours in it yeah. and i heard that your hips like will actually start to like adjust and like reform to the way you sit and that's why you see everyone with like anterior posterity tilt nowadays oh yeah I have, you know um, what that is like with the hips. Yeah, yep. I have, I have that. Or I, it's getting worse again. I had it really bad for a while. Call it gut out, butt out. Um, yeah, I, dude. I rolled out and I stretched like my life depended on it for months because I used to work at the YMCA and you know I was constantly there. It's a great period of my life because I was able to focus so much on on my body and it hurt. It was just pain. You should, we should, we should tell people like what that is for people that might not know, like what anterior posterity tilt is, like what it oh, looks yeah. like. Because I bet a lot of people have it. Yeah. What you want to um, explain it a little bit? 
Yeah, it's. I mean, like really basically, it's just like when if your stomach looks like over protruded, like it's sticking out, and like your pelvis, like your or rather your backside, almost looks like it's tucked in. Like kind of yeah. looks like a duck. I would say like a duck yeah. walk, you know. And like what really it comes down to is that your hip flexors are extremely tight. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times, like people say, what that it's like your hamstrings you need to stretch because you always have tight hamstrings. But yeah. I've heard that it's really your hip flexors yep. and your hamstrings are already pulled tight because your pelvis is like tilted forward so much. Yep. Yeah. So there's actually a um um a couple things that 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 contributes to it, right? So your think of like your pe- your pelvis as uh, a cup of water, and you're basically spilling all the water out of the front of the glass like you're just tipping your glass forward and you're spilling all Mm -hmm. your water out and like your hip flexors are tight so it's pulling that um in that direction and then your your lower abdominal muscles are um uh, elongated and weakened where and then your usually your glutes and your lower back muscles are uh, shortened and they're extremely tight and so it pulls everything out of alignment and to really you know fix that you have to do a lot of, you know, mobility and stability work. Um, and you have to do a lot of stretching and rolling out, um, and breaking up all that fascia that's just built up from years of probably sitting. Do you, do you still stretch now? Like do you stretch in the morning and night, like anything like that? I stretch, um, once in a while now, but it like, it's the most, I hated stretching for the longest time. I hated stretching, never did it. And then, like I was just telling you, I focused on rolling out and stretching every day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would stretch for two hours a day. And it changed my life. Like, I felt more athletic. Like, I felt, at, for a while, I was, like, clumsy. I was, like, I'm, I'm never clumsy. I usually have great balance. For a few years there, I started to get more clumsy. And I was, I didn't know what was going on. And then I realized when I started stretching and rolling out that I, I was actually gaining my athleticism back. Because I was just, my body wasn't right, you know? Yeah. I swear by it. That's, I need to start doing that. I'm actually looking here, dude, at, like, anterior posterity tilt. I was looking at it on Google. Yeah. And I know that, like, that gets caused from, like, bad posture and the way you sit. But yeah. there's also the opposite, which I didn't know, which is, like, posterior pelvic tilt. Yep, yep. I wonder what causes that. That's, uh, I don't know, like, what would cause it, but I know a lot of that stuff happens, too, with just, um, uh, like, imbalances in your muscles, too. Yeah, and people are sense. genetically predisposed, uh, predisposed to those things, right? So, if you happen to, like, I think that we as a family tend to have the same issues mm-hmm. um, with the lower back tightness and the tight hamstrings, which actually is just pelvis out of place. Yeah, Some my little brother have, has it, too. Yeah. Some people have um, just uh, tight tight quads and tight abs. You know what I mean. So it's just opposite. yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But we got like way off of um, the sleep. Uh, oh yeah, the sleep <laughs> topic. topic. I mean, um, you want to hear everything I'm trying right now? You want me yeah, to make you a list? I do. Of things? Okay, yeah. I'll tell you. So just to like fill people in i used to live in massachusetts and then about 12 weeks ago i moved to charlotte north carolina for work so or i guess more like nine weeks doesn't matter but i've been living here and i never really slept great at home right sleep's always been something i struggle with 
And so I was taking like CBD melatonin gummies um, and they were kind of working. They were pretty strong ones and they were working like okay. And so then I just started taking two because I was like, well, these work okay. I really need sleep. So I would take like two at a time, right? And it would knock me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is like I would never sleep long because I would stay up all night playing video games with my friends because I knew I was leaving for Charlotte soon. I wanted to get the most out of it. And ever since getting here, like I just I don't sleep. Like it's brighter coming into my room, so I bought blackout shades. Um, I cranked the AC down to 68. I heard that was good. Mm-hmm. I take melatonin gummies with CBD gummies every night now. They still don't work. I drink this tea, relax me before bed. I took hot showers; they didn't work. I heard cold showers work. I take cold showers; it doesn't work. I literally wake up every single night. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I wonder, I I- you know. Um, if if it's a problem that potentially you're just overlooking or if it's actually something like what this is what always confuses me what exactly is insomnia because i've looked up insomnia and it seems like a lot of times insomnia is caused by something you know a, a factor that you can change so for instance you know staring at your computer screen right before you go to bed mm-hmm. or whatever whatever the case may be it's but i've also heard that insomnia can be an actual medical medical condition that has um you know reasons for it something is out of whack in your body my dad is Mm -hmm. one of the worst sleepers i know and i'm like my dad in a lot of ways i feel like the ways we think and things like that and he wakes up every night and just can't fall back asleep for hours and what's funny is that same kid, Dylan, is Irish, and he doesn't sleep well either. Mm-hmm. So I one time, just because I'm like my dad, Dylan, and I all do, I just Googled Irish sleep. <laughs> and apparently, it's like a thing that really? people in Ireland, it's like, yeah, they said it's like the new potato famine. <laughs> like, people in Ireland do not sleep. Like, Irish people are notoriously bad sleeping. Yeah. And it must be something with genetics. Yeah, it must be. That's so odd. Um, I wonder if they have... Uh, if they have like genetic research on it, if they also have some kind of like reasoning for like behind it, um, in terms of evolution or yeah, um, I I, don't know. I thought maybe it's the coffee and tea consumption because that's pretty big in Ireland, and obviously yeah. caffeine consumption late at night isn't great, but. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure. In my case, I think it's more like, and at least what my dad says, it's more just like the overactive mind, like at at night when I try to sleep. I think that if I started meditating at night again, that would help Mm. me a lot. Yeah. It's so tough because sometimes you're just working from behind, right? And like genetically, it's frustrating. So if you're just predisposed to just sleep like shit and you have to, a normal person might, like one of my buddies, he can fall asleep anywhere shout out tyler Susan. <laughs> he literally he'll just dude he'll just you'll look over and he'll his head's just nodding backwards he's just sleeping um i wish yeah for for me too like i and for you especially it takes us you know you gotta sh- cold shower you gotta meditate you gotta drink the right thing shut the computer screen off at the right time and and other than that mm-hmm. you know but no, one I, weird I, thing I is um when I like, I might toss and turn at night. Sometimes I, I just feel like again, I, I completely blame mine on having you know a, um, a phone in my hands right before I go to sleep. Um, but when I go out into the woods and I camp, big, I'm a big camper. 
I fall asleep by 8 or 9 o'clock. I'm sound asleep, and I sleep generally through the whole night. Um, and I wonder Do you if that's... Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sleeping on the ground, too. You know what I mean? Like, so I wonder, is it more natural? I mean, you're not looking at screens at all through the whole yeah. time. That's one thing. That's huge. And something about the circadian rhythm, right, too, which is just falling, is the is sunrise, sunset. Yeah. I think that definitely plays a factor. It might be just, like, you're almost more in tune with, like, nature, if that makes yeah. sense, yeah. you know? Because yeah. you're hiking and you're out there. Yeah. Like, I honestly think that could be a huge factor. Definitely. And another thing I think also plays a role is potentially your your diet. Um, obviously, that I agree with. Yeah. Have you noticed any kind I of... I always thought that... What were you saying? Have you noticed any, like, any time that you eat a certain way, you sleep better, you sleep worse? Yeah, so... I thought before, I'm like, as you know, <laughs> I'm a big, like, I have a big sweet tooth, right? I love eating sugar. And so I thought that maybe I was just eating too much sugar during the day. Um, I was drinking coffee too late, like all things like that. And so like recently for like other health complications, which like I won't get into now, just like a lot of inflammation issues. I like have been trying to follow like a super strict diet, right? So like, I'm on, I'm trying to, and it's like much easier said than done, but I'm trying to only eat like certain foods like rice, quinoa, potatoes, like vegetables, fruits, um, you know, any meats. Um, but like, I'm really trying to cut out all like gluten, any processed carbs, like anything like that. Um, and I thought that maybe that would help, but even that is just like, not just hasn't done it for me. And I don't, I feel like there's not much more for my i mean maybe there's an adjustment period a grace period but i just mm. feel like there's not much more i can do for my diet than i'm doing right now and like yeah. still not help me sleep yeah I, I don't know two two things like going back to us being related um number one is i feel like i have a lot of issues with inflammation as well like i just um right now i'm actually going through some shit where i have like mean uh like rashes kind of um, on my legs and it's happened to me before and um, it's it, I know it's from inflammation um, like my body is it's, I, I, someone explained it to, to me like this one time um, and I really like this metaphor basically inflammation um, you, your body needs some level of inflammation right to, to help uh, um, fight off infections and close up cuts and blah blah blah, blah. So your body can tolerate a pail's worth of, of um, inflammation. And so once that pail of inflammation is filled up, it starts to overpour and just make a mess of your body. So mm-hmm. um, I know that once I can always tell when I'm really inflamed and um, when I'm whatever it is, my diet or um, just my lifestyle, whatever it is, I can tell when it when I'm causing myself a lot of inflammation because I'll get rashes on my skin i feel just in general tighter my joints are a little bit more creaky and in pain and um i can just feel it in my head too so i think genetically we have just like a lot of inflammation too do you are you eating like uh gluten and like bread and stuff lately um lately yeah i've been eating like shit honestly for the past couple months i i did um so i just finished a month of eating healthy um, for 
a video. So go check that out. Mm-hmm. Three parts. Um, it was a, it was in September, and I did pretty damn good. Um, so I've been eating really good for the past month or so, month and uh, month and a half now. But I was for sure eating like shit for the for five plus months before that. Um, yeah. So that it's, dude, and that just goes back to like the not having time. It's so hard to have time to eat healthy, and like even like today, I like last or not last night, a couple nights ago. Um, I cooked up like a ton of chicken, ground turkey, and gra- um, taco like like um, ground beef with taco seasoning for like me yep. and my girlfriend to eat for like meals, right? And so it was okay. So like it was nice. I had ground turkey, then chicken, then I was at chicken, then I had ground turkey, then taco bowl, and then mm-hmm. I had ground turkey again. And now the last thing I want to go eat for fucking dinner right now is a fucking taco bowl. Yeah. You know, I have yeah. I have a ground I have a frozen pizza in the freezer. Yeah. And like it's just like God, it'll taste so good. I just know that it makes me feel like shit long term. Yeah, but it's just yeah. it's just so hard to like have that willpower on top of everything else, you know? Yeah. Uh I, I definitely agree and, and um I always have the same issue, you know, by the end of the week it tastes like shit. Um and another thing too that I have a big problem with is that I eat a lot of food. You know what I mean? Like I eat a good amount of food. I don't like I'm like a garbage disposal. I eat I don't really gain that much weight, I usually stay right around the same. Um, so when I'm meal prepping at the beginning of the week, you know, I think I have enough food. I have all these meals. I'm like the table's full of containers and got snacks. Mm -hmm. I got breakfast and then I get through the day and I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking starving. Like I did not buy enough food this week. And then, but you know what I mean? But you're trying to stick to your, um, to your diet. You're trying to stick to the, the, the calories. You're trying to eat healthy but you're like but i could just buy that sandwich and it would be really really filling right now um we just we need to all be like david we need to all be like david goggins yeah what it comes down to you know is it just like it's it's too much discipline like you know i feel like the discipline of work work takes up enough where you know like let's say you go through a day where you have to work let's say you work you start early or you stay late you go to the gym before or after work right mm-hmm. so now you worked out you worked and let's say you did a couple chores right yeah. Yeah. and then in my case like i'm trying to squeeze in time studying for the gmat too okay get all that done i'm exhausted the last thing i want to do is like cook some fucking tilapia and fucking yeah. like asparagus you know and then you I gotta want, clean the like, dishes chicken nuggets <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'd rather just minutes. eat yeah, like frozen chicken nuggets on a pan. Wash yep. the pan off nice and easy. Dude, I actually you know? think I might be eating chicken nuggets right after this. To tell you the honest truth. Are you? Yeah, I have, so I have like some leftover in the freezer. Um, Dude. But I also have I frozen I, I wish I bought some this time. chicken lemon soup, which is healthy. But I ha- I've eaten that literally, when I tell you 12 days in a row, I mean, I've eaten that straight up every day, 12 days in a row. At least one chicken time. lemon soup. Yeah, it's delicious. It's avalemono. It's like a Greek <laughs> dish that Ivana's mom uh, taught us how to make. But it's my girlfriend. She, but man, I, I, there's only so many days in a row I can eat that shit. Yeah, so. no, I feel that. That's that's the other thing that's bad for me too. Is like I just I feel like I love food, so like I just I get sick of eating the same thing so quick. Whereas yeah. like you know Robbie, my friend Robbie, he'll just eat like whatever. I, I mean. He's like kind of off a strict diet now, but like he'll just eat the same shit day after day after day after yeah. day, and just doesn't care. 
You just gotta look like, at it as fuel. Just, uh, I guess it's hard though. Like like you said, dude. I'm it a. Is. I guess no. I wouldn't call myself a foodie because I'm not like an asshole about it. But I love to eat different shit and try yeah. stuff. So I can't do that uh, whole you've, chicken and rice. I mean, you have multiple times, so I don't even know why I'm about to ask this. But you've eaten venison, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Venison is delicious. I know because like your your dad's big into it. For, I only ate it once, and that was at that game dinner, with, right? Yeah, exactly. That one, that was good. What shit. do you think yeah. of it? Um, I love venison. Um, um, one thing is, oh gosh, I might be you know I apologize if I'm completely mistaken, but it's pretty friggin' lean, and um. That's one thing you do have to be careful. Like, I, obviously, you're not going to eat it as, you know, your only source of meat. Um, but it is lean, so you don't really get that fat. Um, but is there, like, more lean cuts than others, I'm sure? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, it's delicious. And, of course, like, the fact that it's it's um, more natural than GMO-filled cows is always a great thing. Yeah. yeah. Pro hormones and ground beef is ridiculous and something that's completely overlooked. Yeah. It's but that's a whole nother topic that whole nother topic to get yeah, into. Yeah. yeah. Which we get, we should talk about in the future because I'm actually very interested in um like uh, locally sourced beef and other things, so um Yeah, I I think that's one of the reasons that like definitely like makes it so much healthier. But I know people that do like the carnivore diet. Yep. So if anyone doesn't know like what carnivore diet is, it's where you only eat like straight meat. You eat yeah. nothing else. It's yeah. like the opposite of being vegan, I guess. So, um, but like you go. Um, so I was just going to say, I've tried out. A, I've actually tried that. I've tried the carnivore. Did diet. you really? Yeah. For a month. I've done a couple different diets for a month. You did it for a whole month. Yeah. And Whoa. I felt How did you phenomenal, feel? dude. Phenomenal. I did I've, not know that you tried that for a full month. Yeah, I was experimenting a lot with um, different diets because I used to have really terrible stomach issues. You know that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've tried carnivore. I've tried vegan. I did vegan for pro- – I, I ate for a month. I probably only got through like two or three weeks. To, it was not for me. I've tried – I always fuck this one up. Prescatarian or pe- pescatarian or whatever. Pescatarian. fish one. Yeah, it's just yep. fish. And vet and vegetarian, vegetarian plus fish. Um, what else have I tried? Now, when you say you didn't like vegetarian, right? Yeah. Is it was it an issue of just being bored and not liking the food, or was it how you felt? So, um, here's the thing, right? So there's a couple of different levels to that answer. Uh, so I was doing that. It was actually vegan, so I was very, very strict on it. Um, and the reason I did it was for heart. Um, condition problems in my family uh this like my mom's side of the family so um me and andrew are related on my dad's side so my mom's side of the family has like some serious heart problems you know everyone dying in their 50s and 60s and so there is some um some studies that show that vegetarian slash vegan diets could potentially help with that so that's why i pursued that and yeah, because they help your arteries stay cleaner because they don't yeah. get clogged up with fat. So, and the other part of it was I have gluten issues, so I was not eating gluten as well. So I wasn't eating like rice, uh, pasta. You know what I mean? 
So is I was gluten's in rice too. Um, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I think maybe no only. Way. I, I think thought... some types of rice doesn't doesn't have gluten in it. But I could uh, be completely okay, mistaken. Maybe we should fact check that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let me fact check that while you go. Okay. So, uh, so I was um not eating any gluten. And I was doing vegan, so I was basically eating, not, like, what the hell else is there left to eat? You know, you eat vegetables and tofu and soy is not that good for you. I'm, I'm allergic to some to soy um, just very mildly, so I can still eat it, but just not too much. Otherwise, it fucks me up. And I didn't do it long enough to have any kind of effect of, like, oh, I felt great. I felt terrible. I know after a while I probably would have crashed, but... My big thing was I never felt satisfied. I was always, always hungry. Like I always wanted more. Yeah. So. No, that makes sense because you're only. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, by the way, rice is gluten free, so oh, you can nice. add that back into your diet, yeah, which yeah. is good. Um, the only thing though, I feel like with vegetables too is like, it's also a calorie issue. Like that's why you're always hungry because like, you the volume of vegetables that you would have to eat to get the same amount of calories as like let's say a uh, chicken breast and like some rice is crazy. Yep. Yeah, and the bioavailability you know? of the nutrients in in the veggies is just so much lower than than like a, a hunk of meat like you were saying. Um but that kind of leads What do you me to, what do you mean? So I didn't know that. Oh, so basically like when you'll see a lot of Okay, so I'm not an expert in any way shape or form, so don't take this as fact or whatever or get pissed if i fuck up so do your own research <laughs> you know what i mean um but from what i understand you know a lot of vegan vegetarian things will say well if you look at you know there's um you know i'm just gonna choose random numbers 10 grams of protein in x amount of beans and there's 10 grams of protein in x amount of beef um it's just as good but the the thing is that it's harder for your body to absorb the protein from the beans, let's say, uh, for whatever, I don't know, again, do your own research on this, but it's harder for your body to actually absorb that protein, so you're not really getting 10 grams of protein from the beans, but from the meat, you're getting the full 10 grams of protein. Or at least more than you are. Yeah, or more, yeah. Um, huh. And that just go, goes so based on... Like, Nutrition's crazy. That kind of is interesting because that's a good play for people who says that we aren't meant to eat meat, right? Because I feel like a lot of vegans will say that, that, um, you know, and I mean, like, I've also seen convincing evidence that we are meant to be herbivores, like things with like teeth, like not having canine teeth, etc. Yeah. But that bioavailability of like protein and nutrients yeah. definitely kind of paints and or plays an interesting role in that you know are humans meant to actually eat meat yeah. discussion well, another thing too that they say it's a it's a theory um and the theory is you know how at one point in time if you, i think it was you know it was a while ago but human beings all of a sudden just gained ridiculous amount of intelligence over a short period of time compared to what you know our history is um mm -hmm. and uh one of the theories amongst a couple um or a lot i'm sure is that we learned how to um, make fire, and we began cooking our meat. And so we were able to have a ridiculous amount of nutrients from the cooked meat, and that like allowed our brains to grow faster, lar uh, larger, faster. Um, oh, so because we were able to start eating meat, like it allowed us, our meat. brains to grow. 
cooked meat. Yeah, cooked meat. Yep. Does it have more nutrients than supposedly? It's supposedly it's this kind of the same thing. It's more uh, the bioavailability of the nutrients from cooked meat is is greater. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. That's yeah. something I didn't know. Um. But so, uh, I was talking to our grandmother the other day, and um, she was telling me she had this book which I want to read actually. And it's, it's basically was saying that each blood type has a diet that works for them. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. Just, what blood type are you? I don't know. No? I'm O. That's probably, not, that's probably not great to know if yeah. I ever needed blood in an emergency situation. Yeah, you should probably know that. Well, they'll, they'll be able to figure it out, I think. <laughs> But um, I'm O negative or whatever, the universal donor. Um, so she was basically saying that O, because that's what she is, um, is they do well on meat, fish, uh, like berries, um, like purple, yeah. uh, purple fruits and veggies. So like blueberries and shit like that. So there's this, I, I might try that next blood type diet. Huh. Interesting. I'm looking at it right now. A blood type diet? Yeah, it's like a real thing. I mean, it's on WebMD, so it has to be real, right? <laughs> Everything no, on the internet uh, is real. <laughs> no, but there is like a lot about it. That's yeah, I want to read the book so I can get a little bit more information. Back to the carnivore diet thing, though, because that's something I've been yeah. interested in. Tell me like, how you felt on that. So... For me, I mean, I think the big thing was the fact that, and, and this might also be that I cut out everything, and so whatever one little thing was messing with me was gone. But you cut I, out. My yeah. stomach felt phenomenal. Like, I've had, it's it's always, it's rare for me to not eat a meal, and, and for me to eat a meal and not feel like shit afterwards. Um, and when I was eating all carnivore, I felt phenomenal. Like, I had good energy levels. Like, I wasn't... I wasn't through the roof or anything, but I wasn't like dead tired. I was Rank probably fluctuations. Exactly, I was probably in ketosis most likely, um, and it's easier. Like you just grub out. You know what I mean? Like you just grub out on on meat. Like I would just get like a package of chicken. And I would eat that, or I would have a couple steaks and some bacon, or you know what I mean? You're you're, go you're going into keto. You're you're doing basically keto. Um, you're, you're relying on fat, so that's a problem too. Like at first, you do you do feel a little tired, and if you've never done it before, you might get the keto flu. But um, it was great for me. It was great. I think it's worth um, a try. You definitely want to monitor your, um, you know, your levels of everything: your blood pressure, cholesterol, your uh, your nutrients, your um. um vitamins and in, in, in everything in your body um because you don't want to be screwing yourself up too bad like that but especially for uh like inflammation type stuff supposedly it's really good now what do you know exactly what role carbs play in inflammation i know they're bad but i don't know why i don't know off the top of my head exactly what um causes like why specifically the, specifically gluten yeah. right i know 
that gluten actually impacts your testosterone levels by some way. It's it, it it binds to testosterone and it decreases your testosterone levels. But I don't know what it does to like inflammation. Well, one other thing to keep in mind too is that um, some people have gluten problems. Some people have GMO problems, right? Like. In America, mm-hmm. they use these ridiculous, um, like, they modify everything so that we have these ginormous wheat plants and stuff like that. And it, and it changes the structure of the plants, and it, and it becomes more difficult for us to digest it. So that's a, another part of it, too, is it's, it's um, how they produce these crops. But there is something to gluten as well that, that gums up people's system. Yeah. Exactly, and or I think that oftentimes too people confuse like gluten intolerance with just a general wheat intolerance. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because like I feel I feel like sometimes people think that gluten's the only issue, but it could be all grains. Yep. You know, in total, because like technically that's not one of the foods our body is like designed to eat. So that's um, that was my problem. I. I was like, so I, again, I had stomach issues. I t- had a ton of tests done, um, and I and everything came back inconclusive. Nothing showed up. And my doctor's a moron, and that's another topic for another <sighs> podcast. You know th- how doctors really screw us. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to help us prevent, have any kind of preventative care. So it's 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 you're fine until you're not. But, it's reactive. Yep. So I finally got my doctor after like years of complaining about this issue to do blood work which yeah i know you're supposed to do blood work every time you go to the doctors but this idiot didn't so i finally got this shit done when i turned 21 years old and it came back that which i've never had before it came back that i was allergic to a bunch of shit and one of the things was wheat and that's a big problem (laughs) so you're allergic to wheat supposedly that's do you still eat it my, I eat it, yeah, I do. But like, I definitely notice I feel like shit when I do. That's insane. Yeah. I I wonder if I am too because that's like one of the things I'm saying is that like wheat makes me feel like crap, and like yep. we have so many similarities in like health as we're saying. Yeah. I wonder if uh, it's the same for me, and it's literally in everything. Like I'm literally picking up this box of mac and cheese that I want to cook tonight. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Like, wheat flour. Yep. It's literally in everything. Dude, I tried for, like, what right after I figured it out, I tried to um, not eat wheat, like, strictly not eat wheat for a little while. And it's nearly, I mean, obviously it's not impossible, but if you're trying to do cheap and easy and whatever, it it's friggin' hard. Mm-hmm. It is really hard. Because everything that's why has think, wheat. That's why it. carnivore probably makes it so much easier, because you don't even, because I find that, like, trying to eat healthy now and like avoid um like all forms like wheat or gluten like i'm not eating pasta anymore i used to eat toast in the morning i'm not eating toast like i'm cutting out like a lot of these carbs that i basically all i eat is rice and potatoes yep so it's just like such two boring forms of carbs to consistently just eat rice and potatoes all the time do you have um do you notice any issues when you eat those rice and potatoes yeah in like health issues like stomach pains or uh no i i would say i definitely feel better 
Um, like, so the past, like, w- week or so, all I've been doing is, like, for breakfast, I've been eating eggs. Um, I'll eat eggs and, like, bacon and oatmeal with honey. I've been eating a ton of honey. I heard honey's, like, a superfood, so I've been eating a lot of honey. Um, and I think honey's a superfood because it does something with, like, magnesium. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, somehow makes magnesium more available in your body. But, so I've been eating a ton of honey, um... And then I'll eat, like, for lunch, just, like, rice with, like, a meat, and then, or dinner, potato with a meat, or rice with a meat again. And I feel, like, way better. And it's crazy, because everyone says bacon's, like, so bad for you, makes you feel like crap. I've been eating bacon daily, and I feel, like, definitely, like, a lot better after I eat. Like, I never feel sick or have, like, stomach pain after. Yeah, I love bacon. Um, Yeah, I, um, I can eat rice, but... Sometimes I, I get fucked up from ice, and I think it might be blood sugar or something, because it has that, uh, sometimes it spikes people's blood sugar. Yeah, it spikes your insulin, especially white rice. Yeah, it's like, yeah. because it's so, it, your body digests so easily. Yeah, I literally, I remember one time I ate a big-ass, big-ass bowl of rice. I was straight up, the next day, I felt like death, like, so fucked up. I I, could, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Big ass, big ass insulin spike or something. Maybe you have a rice allergy, too. Yeah. I'm fucked up, dude. <laughs> and this All is this, a big uh... problem. This is a big problem, dude. Like, this is the problem. I bet, I bet, if anyone's listening to this, I bet a ginormous portion of the population is having health issues that they just can't resolve. Like, they're doing their research online. They're going to their doctors, but the doctors are fucking idiots. And you know what I mean? If you don't, if you're just middle class and you don't have the money to pay for these ridiculous specialists and all the free time in the world to change your diet plan and to uh, go do this and go do that, like you're not gonna be uh, like in optimal health. Yeah, exactly. You're one of those people that just gets like screwed in the middle. Yep. So, keep and a lot of out. Yeah, and a lot of it comes from diet. It's just something simple people don't think of. And like it's crazy because your doctor. Will sooner prescribe you a pill to take before they'll ask what you're eating. Yep. Which is just wild to me. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's not even a question. Like, I was at the doctor's the other day, and at not one point did they ask me about my diet. Did I fill out anything about my diet? They just prescribed me an antibiotic. Now they kick up. Does it work? That's crazy. Yeah. It is I, crazy. I agree with that. Like, I, when I was having my stomach problems, I was never once referred to a nutritionist. You know, before I was, like, again, I wasn't ever, but. Before they did that, they sent me in for procedures where I had to go on under anesthesia as like a, you know, in my teens. I was like 16 years old around that mm-hmm. age. Um, and so instead of just say, hey, let's, why don't you go to a nutritionist that specializes in these types of problems and let's figure this out that way naturally. It's like, no, let's just, let's just throw you under the uh, anesthesia and do a procedure. It's like, come, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, no, I agree. It's like what their brains automatically refer to. Yeah, it's craziness. All right, dude. All this talk about food is uh making me hungry. Yeah, I'm getting hungry myself. Well, um, so like uh, I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, uh, this is this is our first one. It's the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. I also have a YouTube page. So check that out. It will be linked in the description. Um. Any sign-off statements from you, Andrew? 
Nothing really. I guess just uh, make sure you sleep right and make sure you figure out what food you can eat. I guess that was the topic of the night. We're going to sound like uh, two fucking idiots. Just I heard one time about this one thing that I don't <laughs> really remember. <laughs> hey, it's our first time. They'll take, yeah. People will take it easy on us. It's our first and uh, like I said in the description, this is a free flow of consciousness. This is just spurring thoughts and opinions and hopefully uh, you can listen along. And understand that you're not, you guys aren't the only ones having these problems. Millions and millions of Americans and probably billions more around the world are having the same problems. Mm hmm. So. Definitely. Alrighty. Peace out, guys. Alright.